1: Ladies and gentlemen, you hear the rock music, you hear it fading into the background, because you know what time it is. It is time for BSing Sports to talk some Dynasty Fantasy Football, and that means, here with me, as always, is Jake Krogan, where you can find him on Twitter, at Jay Krogan 5 Five. He's the fifth best Jake Krogan in the, in the world. You need new material, you've
2: said that before.
1: Actually, technically, that'd make you the sixth. Yeah, right? In military terms? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that like your email or something?
2: No, it's just what Twitter gave me when I created an account, and I've just never
1: changed it. Whatever. Yeah. But, as always, I am your host, Ryan. You can find me at BSing underscore sports. Um, Here today, we are going to you know, reunite our head to head battle, I guess, Uh at, at the end of last week's episode, if you did not catch it, you should go ahead and listen to it. We did our top dynasty buys and sells. Uh We did one at each position. And, you know, things at the end got a little interesting that they, they did. Um, I won't say the player's name because you got to listen to figure out who it was. But That being said, we are here to talk about our quarterback rankings. So over the next four weeks, we will be doing each of the top positions, uh, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. We will be doing the top 24 at each position, um, except for tight end because ranking 24 tight ends is just going to be a nightmare uh, because ranking 12 of them is going to be a nightmare. And we'll get to that in a few weeks. So over the next four weeks, we're going to be releasing our rankings. Since things have kind of settled down, you know, the, the, the off season moves, uh, they're kind of, you know, slow at the moment. There is some interesting, you know, facts and details we got to keep in mind. However, this is dynasty. So this isn't who we think is going to be. Well, at least I didn't make my list this way. I'll let Jake describe how he made his list. I went from a dynasty wide view perspective. Who would I rather have over this player? Now My list, it could be different based on whether your team's contending or rebuilding. I didn't make two separate lists. We don't have time for all that, but I will preface if I talk about a player who I think I have too high or too low, it's yeah. Hey, you know, if I'm rebuilding or contending, I could see that I would want this player over this player. However, Jake might've done, you know, who he thinks is going to finish one to 24 this year and that's fine, but I'll let him describe that. So Jake, how did you do your list?
2: hundred percent how you just described it. Uh, This, to me, is just who's going to rank the highest at the end of the year. And I will come back on this, and I'll see how well I did, essentially. Uh, These are my favorite players to do the best in fantasy football. And so I'm excited to get this underway. And with that,
1: let's do it. So we're getting two different perspectives here. I'm giving you the wide angle, and Jake is, like, this upcoming year – Probably because he dreams of having an actual contending team. You know, he's going to go 0 for 7 in playoff appearances this year again, um, naturally. But, you know,
2: (laughs) we can make a jersey bet on that if you want. (laughs) I'm glad we take you up on it.
1: (laughs) If Jake's taking you up on a jersey bet, 95% of the time you should say yes. This is what this is the 5%. I'll say no. (laughs) Uh, That being said, we ranked our quarterbacks, as well as put them in tiers. So we have an S tier for superstar, and then we have an A, B, and C tier. Uh, And, you know, depending on who you ask, there's going to be a different amount of people in each tier. We didn't have a set amount. We just said, you know, who are your superstars, who are your A guys, who are your B guys. Uh, Kicking it off with the superstar tier, it's probably one of two guys here. I went Patrick Mahomes. Who'd you have at the top?
2: Naturally, Patrick Mahomes at number one, as much as I hate to say it.
1: Yeah. And there's an avenue where Allen could regain his QB one form. I mean, it it was even, even if the Bengals bills game played week 17, it would have been a stretch for Allen to finish as the QB one on the season. However, we've seen Allen have big games. So it's, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he could have had his third straight QB one finish. However, Patrick Mahomes is doing this with, you know, one real weapon and Travis Kelsey and, and a bunch of mid tier guys, you know, uh, At this point, he finishes QB1 without Tyree Kill, and that's just impressive to me. He's tied to the best offensive coach that I've ever seen in my lifetime, and the talent's just there. And the fact that he doesn't necessarily put himself in harm's way as much as Josh Allen means I'll probably get an extra couple years of longevity. That being said, Josh Allen did say, come out and say, hey, I cannot play the way that I do forever, and I recognize that, but it's a question of, how long is him playing the way that he does going to have an effect on the back end of his career? So just for a simple longevity thing, you know, when you're comparing two fantasy superstars, I feel like you have to nitpick to put one or the over the other. However, if you want to put Allen over Mahomes in your dynasty fantasy football ranks, totally okay with that.
2: Okay, no, you said everything that needs to be said. Allen has the rushing upside, but Patrick Mahomes has been doing this for five years now. He has never really had top-tier assets as far as – I mean, he had Tyreek, which was awesome, and he had Kelsey, which was awesome. But last year he proved that he doesn't need top-tier wide receivers. So that is – um, that's just
1: – And, and on, the, on the flip side to that, like it's funny because Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes are, you know, the consensus one and two in Dynasty. Both of them really only rely on one guy. I mean, Mm -hmm. neither one of those offenses is just flooded with weapons. But, uh, you know, difference of opinion, uh, not between us, but, you know. So I'm assuming you have Josh Allen, number two. Yep. Um, Number three, I have Jalen Hurts. (laughs) Jalen Hurts was actually the King of fantasy football last year in terms of points per game, he finished at number one overall. Uh, he did miss two games, which is why he finished as the quarterback three. Um, there is potential for him to be the QB one on the season. The, the Avenue is absolutely there. Uh, unquestionably, he has, a, he's in a fantastic position, fantastic offense. He made great strides himself as a player. And I think that he has to be considered in the S tier for dynasty. I mean, this is the consensus 103 to 104 overall in Superflex startups that, that you're getting a solid top tier guy who just signed a really team friendly long-term contract. So he's with the Eagles. Doing what he just did last year for the next six years, like that's it's a guarantee at this point. So uh, I would gladly uh, I'm taking Jalen Hurts there at number three. Oh yeah, uh, the the rushing up the rushing upsides there. It's the same thing with Allen. Is how long can he play this way before you know it affects the back end of his career? That's
2: yeah, and that's that's why I have Allen above Hurts. Is I think Allen is a better pure passer than Hurts. Um, but at the same time, Hurts, physical runner, will get all the goal line carries as we've seen last year, and that's that's what matters. Touchdowns.
1: I I've, I have Allen over Hurts, or yeah, Allen over Hurts, just because Allen's done it more. Like Allen has finished as the QB one two years in a row, whereas Hurts has not yet. So,
2: fair enough. I love Hurts. I love his weapons. Uh, we'll see how running back goes this year. Doesn't um, matter. <laughs> I know it doesn't matter, but at the end of the day, they did last year have Sanders, and Sanders went off. I want a jersey off of you for that because mm-hmm. you didn't even believe in your own running back. Which, you know, score one for Jake. Don't get many of those these
1: days. It became a lot closer than it needed to be at the end of the season when Gamewell started playing. To be truthful, I thought the Gamewell would have more of an impact earlier in the season, which is why I took that bet. But. um, <laughs> You know, they kind of milked Miles Sanders and then sent him on his way. Which, I mean, running back Given given the running back market, you know, we'll talk about that next week on the running back show. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. It
2: is so, what it is.
1: You have Hurts at number three as well.
2: Oh, yeah, Hurts at three.
1: Number four, uh, I know this is where we disagree on. I have Joe Burrow here. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you do not. Uh, To me, Joe Burrow, I mean, cemented weapons, T. Higgins, uh, Jamar Chase, very similar spot to Jalen Hurts in that aspect, does not run as much as Josh Allen, may not be as effective of a passer as Mahomes, or he's probably in a scheme that just runs the ball a little bit more than Kansas City does. I mean, Joe Mixon is a better running back than anybody that Kansas City has. But that being said, Joe Burrow is still absolutely, you know, 104, 105 at latest in Superflex startups. This is a guy that you can confidently just lock into your roster. He's going to be there for a long time. And like Patrick Mahomes, he doesn't run a ton. So he's not going to put himself necessarily in harm's way like Josh Allen or Jalen Hurts will. However, um, he just doesn't have that elite rushing upside. Now, Joe Burrow, fun fact, was sixth in the NFL amongst QB rushing attempts, and one of the quarterbacks that finished ahead of him was Marcus Mariota, who will not be a starter this year, barring any injuries. So that being said, it's not unrealistic to say that Joe Burrow could be a top-five rusher in terms of volume, and he does run quite a bit in the red zone. He's had some 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 good long touchdown runs, so there's a little bit of rushing upside there, which is why I have him over my next guy, but uh, I would confidently, confidently, Start Joe Burrow as my QB one in dynasty and be quite satisfied with it, and we'll see what that contract looks like. Hopefully, later this off season.
2: Yeah, that's not bad. Uh, I don't do you, hate Joe Burrow. Just say. So who do you really have at number four?
1: Who do you have at number four?
2: I have Justin Herbert. Now, okay. hear me out here. Justin Herbert last year, quarterback five, quarterback nine, quarterback six, nine, three, ten, ten, nine. Twelve, all those games finishing QB one, like in the QB one rankings. With that being said, trash offensive
1: coordinator, trash offensive weapons. This is going to lead Everybody into my number five. Hurt. This is going to lead lead into my number five, who is Justin Herbert. So we can ping pong Perfect. this back and forth.
2: They have Kellen Moore, and as much as I hate the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> I absolutely loved what he did
1: the he, turned Dak, he turned Dak Prescott like as much as people don't want to recognize it if Dak Prescott could stay healthy for a season he would be a locked in QB1 like on a per game basis that 100 yeah dude was a stud
2: um
1: loving. him Kelly Moore
2: finished uh yards a game in 2019 second the outlier here In 2020, which I'm pretty sure didn't Dak go down in 2020. Yeah,
1: Dak. That was the year Dak broke his leg.
2: Yeah. He finishes 21, didn't have a quarterback in yards a game. Then he finished fourth
1: and eighth. Top the last two years. He's gonna run a top 10 offense. And the one thing that I have harped on that Justin Herbert does really well, that Joe Lombardi never took advantage of, Justin Herbert was a very good. I'll say very efficient runner in college. This is a dude who ran for three touchdowns in the senior bowl. Like uh, he ran quite a bit when he was at Oregon. Could that be a chip Kelly product? Who knows? Maybe whatever the case may be. Justin Herbert was an efficient runner in college and he is just not getting utilized like that in the NFL. Kellen Moore turned Dak Prescott and you know, already built off of his mobile ability and allowed him to use that. So you may see a little bit of extra rushing upside from Justin Herbert this year. I completely agree. I think that recency bias and his QB 11 finish on the season, 15th in points per game, is overshadowing the fact that this dude has been a QB 1 for three straight years. Two years ago, he was the second quarterback. He was QB 2. And this past year, his best weapon for at least half the season was Josh Palmer. Hey, Let's think about that. No Allen, no Williams. Uh, Josh Palmer on the outside. J- Jalen Guyton went out in uh, spring, or not spring training, training camp. So he he they lost their speed threat right off the bat. It was just dump-offs to Austin Eckler. So, of course, his average yards per pass is going to be lower. They didn't have anybody to throw the football to, and this dude still finished as a QB1. And Kellen Moore is a massive upgrade At offensive coordinator, I 100% agree, which is why Justin Herbert rounds out my S tier and is my fifth quarterback. And that's why I made the trade the other day, because I think that there is a potential avenue that Justin Herbert finishes as a top five fantasy quarterback.
2: Oh, without a doubt, I have all the faith in the world. It's why I have so much stock in him. I went out of my way to get him. And the only league I don't have him
1: in is the one you took him from. I didn't take him from you. You never had him.
2: No, I didn't have him, but I sent the house to get him and just you know, Davis, if you're listening you're an asshole and uh, you're just a hater of Jared Goff, so we're just going to leave it there.
1: He does hate Jared Goff more than I do That's for sure, but I mean you know me, I love my my top tier Dynasty QBs, so anytime I get them, the only way I'm letting go of them is if I get what I consider to be another top tier dynasty QB. For those of you that are listening and do not know, I traded Joe Burrow. Um, who else? Who did I send? What was my wide receiver? Oh, Joe Burrow, Jahan Dotson, who I have multiple shares of. So I was okay letting him go. And an early 2024 second, uh, projected early. Uh, that dude's team is terrible. It might be the 201 at latest 202 <laughs> for Justin Herbert, Chris Olave, and a 2025 second. So I got. What I consider to be an upgrade at wide receiver, although I do like Dotson this year. Uh we'll get to that in a couple weeks. But I got my first Olave share. Woohoo.
2: No, you you crushed that trade, and I think anybody but Davis
1: would agree. He wanted Joe Burrow. Uh so I don't blame Burrow him Burrow for a couple months, but he so wanted I, Josh I,
2: Allen and I couldn't do it.
1: So I want to hear why you don't have Joe Burrow in your S tier. even my dog hates that take
2: i know it's the worst right look i love joe burrow big lsu fan love what he's done love that he beats the chiefs it's just what he does he has top of the line weapons everywhere and honestly he should be putting up bigger numbers in my opinion Twenty-two not...
1: fantasy points a game?
2: No, I want him to put. No, on more. No,
1: want... time, time out, time out, time out, time out. Go ahead. Last year, Jamar Chase missed five games, and T. Higgins missed two and parts of another two. And this dude still finishes QB four.
2: Look, I'm probably wrong here, and I'm just saying, I would rather have Herbert. Like you forget, I'm going strictly over who I like want this year. I'm not doing dynasty. Just from a fantasy football perspective, I would rather have Herbert and my number five over Joe Burrow next year.
1: So how does that – but Joe Burrow is not in your S tier at all? No. Like you don't think that he's a superstar stud, that you'd be very okay with him as your QB1?
2: I do, but if I have to do that, I have to put in my number five as well. And then I have six in my superstars, which I guess is okay.
1: There's nothing wrong with that.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm interested
1: to hear who you have. I think I know who it is, but I'm interested to hear who you have over Joe Burrow in your not S tier. So I did my fifth one at Justin Herbert. We sat there. We went back and forth on that. To begin your A tier, who do you have at number five?
2: My A tier at number five is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, that's kind of who I figured it was going to be. I He got the contract. I love what he does. And his ceiling's unlimited. And also, he got a better offensive coordinator in there. Yep. One that passes more. We'll see if he's a good passer. But guess what? If he drops back, doesn't like what he sees, he's going to run. So you have all the rushing upside. You have talented upgrades at receiver with uh Flowers and OBJ getting there. A healthy Bateman. <laughs> who Bateman, before he got hurt, actually look like he could do something.
1: I I have an interesting stat about Bateman, so I'll get – Look, all I'm saying is before he hurt
2: his ankle in week four or whatever injury he had, I forget these days, he gets hurt a good bit, I guess, (laughs) Um, or has ailing injuries. But um, he put up 49.6 points and 48.4 points. He was a madman. Not only that, he threw for 318 yards in one of them and three touchdowns and then rushed for another 119 and one touchdown. Look, he is what everybody wants Justin Fields to be, except he's Lamar Jackson.
1: Oh, I, I agree. Lamar Jackson should be ahead of Justin Fields.
2: Yes. And so, to me, if anything, he gets put in the S tier above Burrow. Because guess what? From a fantasy perspective, he is a stud. He will win you championships, and that's all I want.
1: I don't disagree with that take. I 100% agree Lamar Jackson has more upside. I do think that the new offensive coordinator coming in here and instilling more of a passing offense not only helps out Lamar long term, I think it gets the wide receivers more involved, and I think it helps out J.K. Dobbins too the drawback to that is you kind of said it. And this is why Lamar is not in my S tier. This is a guy who hasn't played a full season in the NFL since his rookie year. And you even mentioned he gets hurt a lot nowadays, 12 games. Each of the last two years is all he's played to me. You gotta stay healthier than that. If you're going to be in my S tier, that's my only drawback. Lamar Jackson's upside is better than Burrow. It is better than Herbert's it's Jalen hurts type QB one finish on the season as we've seen him do before. But to me, if I'm making an investment in dynasty, he checks all the boxes except for the health. Like what we, what I talked about when, you know, Josh Allen can't run the way that he does now for the rest of his career, he's got to take care of himself or the same with Jalen hurts. Like, Lamar Jackson's kind of already at the point where running so much has gotten him hurt year over year. So how many years am I going to have to deal with that? And is that going to be a consistent thing? That's the only knock I have against Lamar. And that's the only reason he's in my A tier. If he had played 15 plus games the last two years and avoided significant injuries, he would be in my S tier because this is a guy that can win you a week by himself. He can win you a championship. Doesn't have a ceiling because it's unlimited. Could finish ahead of Patrick Mahomes in fantasy I just cannot, from a dynasty aspect, trust him enough to stay healthy. I would have to at least have a semi-competent third QB on my roster to subsidize the fact that he might miss a few games every year. Now, with the new offense coordinator, time will tell, but that's where I have Lamar Jackson at today, is the my number six player, top of my A tier.
2: Gotcha. So our four through six are just a little mix and matched. I have Burrow.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I said, I love yeah. him. I love what he does. I think he's a great quarterback. And I think he can take that step to being the superstar. And I'll pull my head out of my ass one day. But today is not that day. This ranking system is for this year. And I would rather have Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, hurts Allen, and Mahomes. Yeah. Any day I,
1: of I, week. I agree. I think Justin Herbert playing through a nasty rib injury, staying healthy. QB one three straight years, which I mean is hard to do. Like cute not QB one on the season, but top twelve finishes. And to be top twelve last year with the abysmal offensive coordinator and abysmal weapons that he had, it that solidified it for me. That means that there's talent there.
2: I love it. So were you we getting to your A tier now?
1: Yeah, Lamar Jackson was the top of my A tier.
2: Okay.
1: Uh um, so number seven, got- number here. seven for my A tier. I've got Trevor Lawrence. Um, He did some fantastic things. As we all expected, when Urban Meyer left, we figured it can't get any worse. And with Doug Peterson, it got a whole lot better. I think that was a match made in heaven. Christian Kirk was utilized like a man who signed a four-year, $72 million deal. Um, And Trevor Lawrence just took a massive stride. On, on the field like this is a guy who is looking like the generational talent we thought he could be like the next best prospect since Andrew Luck kind of thing coming out of college he runs a little bit too like he is mobile he will run in the red zone so you get a slight bit of rushing upside there okay round two
0: name something that's not boring
1: laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh
0: oh ah. even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. He is obviously
1: not in my S tier because he's only done it once. He just finishes QB8, which is not a bad finish. You know, I would gladly have him as my QB1, but my A tier, I determine my A tier, like these are guys that could be in the S tier if... and and Trevor Lawrence's if is he's just got to do it again. Like I need to see it consistently, you know? One QB, one finish is not enough. If he grows again with the addition of Calvin Ridley, who may not be the Calvin Ridley of old, but even if he's close, he's just got to be better than Zay Jones last year because Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, Calvin Ridley there's some potential weapons that could be utilized there. Trevor – or, yeah, Travis Etienne, they went in and got Tank Bigsby. That that offense could be a good offense, especially in that division. So uh, I just need to see it again. If Trevor Lawrence, you know, goes ahead and finishes top five this year, maybe next offseason I'll discuss putting him in my S tier.
2: Yeah, if he finishes top five, definite conversation. He is my number seven as well. Uh, I love – that offense that they had last year. I love what they did. Not only that, they got Calvin Ridley, like we said. I think Calvin Ridley with Kirk is going to be dangerous, and I think it allows Ridley to do what he did with Julio. So maybe not to that extent, but he will be open. I think this offense is going to be amazing, and they have Ingram, like you said. I'm just reiterating all the great talent they have on that offense. They're yeah. going to run and, away.
1: Ingram looked like the tight end we thought he would be in New With York. Johnny. He didn't yeah. drop any passes.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to drop screen passes. He, he's not an over-the-head catcher, over-the-shoulder, if you will. Oh, I know. Where...
1: As an Eagles fan, believe me, I watched him drop a few of those where I was like, whew, man. Thank
2: God. No. Yeah. A lot of talent on that offense. And I think a second year under um, the same offense is going to – give him strides ahead of everybody else.
1: Like and, the, um, the avenue for top five is there.
2: I see it. Oh, it is there, and I, I love it. I hated him. I traded him to you because I was just like, he's a punk. I hate those words really bad, but in all fairness...
1: You didn't trade traded, him for some scrub.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> like, I traded him for Justin Fields, so it wasn't a terrible trade. Just throughout the entire season, you definitely won that trade
1: yeah um but yeah and i I don't to your point about calvin ridley i don't know if we can see julio replications of deshaun watson is any sort of indication about guys who sit out for a year and a half ridley's going to struggle i think that at the top what of the, if he shakes off the rust early enough there's an avenue where kirk and ridley could both be wide receiver twos this coming year but that's that's the wide receiver show um
2: uh, we will definitely get into some conversation. Yeah, there. yeah. Okay, we'll, so who so do,
1: do you I have? Be interesting. Yeah, who do you have at eight? I have Justin Fields. Okay. Again, same. same. My A tier is S tier. If if Justin Fields becomes a better passer of the football, now he's got DJ Moore. I I mean I think there's an avenue where they go out and get D Hop. They have the money to do it. They could very easily win a semi-openish division. I think that if Justin Fields improves as a passer, it improves his long-term stability in the NFL. If you look at guys like Jalen Hurts, you look at Josh Allen, they were struggling until they got that number one receiver. There was questions whether the investment was worth it or not. And then they improved as a passer. Now they both have long-term contracts. They're locked up with their teams. And that's the if for Justin Fields. The rushing upside is there. I mean, we're talking, you put it perfectly earlier, if – he was like, if he was a better thrower, he'd be Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, really? yeah, that's a pretty good quarterback. Like, that's a pretty good ceiling to reach. So, um, it, it's also to keep an eye if he stays healthy, too. He did miss a couple games this year, but with these running quarterbacks uh, and the nature, you know, if they play 15 games a season, I'm okay with that. So, it's yeah. just, a, it, he's got to be a better passer for me. I need to see the, maybe not to the same scale we saw Hertz and Allen improve. I need to see something.
2: Look, reports came out that he has taken strides in camp. Granted, those reports come out for every quarterback there ever was.
1: I ignore 95% of camp stories because they're garbage. We'll get into that oh, probably after it. we I do our agree. rankings because there will be a lot of camp reports out, and we can go over which ones we think are crap and which ones we think are actually legit. Newsflash, 5% of them are legit. 95% of them are crap.
2: No, I love Justin Fields. Uh I like his confidence that he has, but you also have to have confidence if you're going to be running and being that size. Uh, But you said it all. He has DJ Moore. He has Khalil Herbert, who we saw in spots last year. Is has talent.
1: Another interesting stat, Khalil Herbert, when Montgomery was healthy, averaged five and a half yards a carry. When Herbert was the starter, 4.3. So... I feel like there's a three-headed, rushing, four-headed rushing attack there, really, um, which could yeah, hurt no. D.J. Moore a little bit. But I think Deontay Foreman's actually the best running back in the backfield.
2: Ooh. I mean, I don't hate to take any one of those running backs can take over that backfield, I think.
1: Oh, oh yeah, there's avenues for all of them. But we're here to talk about the fourth running back and the quarterback. Yep. Uh, you said everything about Justin
2: Fields that I think needs to be said. Uh, he has potential to be Lamar Jackson. And that's all
1: I'll let I want. You, I'll let you lead off with your number nine.
2: Oh, you're going to – you're not going to like this one. My number nine in my A tier, and this is my last A tier. Okay. Tua Tagovailoa.
1: I don't hate that. Okay, cool. Look. We're only, we're only a couple spots off on Tua. I don't hate that one. Look, my only knock on Tua
2: <laughs> is he gets hurt. He is made of paper. He always gets hurt. But if you look at what he did, and like, he finished as a quarterback 15 last year. Only played 13 games. He missed four games and almost finished QB1. And then if you look at what he did, start the season, looked terrible. He did have a QB2 finish
1: with 54 points. In that offense. Was that uh was that the Baltimore Ravens game where Lamar Jackson went off? Yeah. Lamar had 49 and he had and he had 50 wait. Who
2: finished QB one? That was week two? Two. I gotta see who finished. Look that up for me while I'm talking.
1: Uh he got he, injured, he, got the concussion. Lamar Jackson and Tua Tagovailoa did not finish as the QB. They had to have because Jalen Hurts was the QB three in week two with 32 points. One of them had to finish QB one. Oh, well, then they
2: messed up here on the sleeper app because it says fantasy points, 54 QB two for Tua.
1: For which game? Week, week two, two, it was 38.8 QB two. So Lamar was probably QB one that week.
2: I'm going to show you. I'm going to send a screenshot. It says he had 54.8 points.
1: What league are you looking at? Oh, shoot. I forgot. I'm Yeah, never mind. Are you looking at like a normal scoring league?
2: <laughs> no, I'm looking at Joey's league. I just clicked on the first one. I'll go to our league. That's on me. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. God, man. I was
1: in Joey leagues.
2: Yeah, Joey has those weird stats where you throw for, like, 400 yards. You get, like, an extra 10 points.
1: I hate I, I hate scoring bonuses in Dynasty. Yeah, okay. In so, redraft, if you want to have some fun with it, fine. You know, I, I, I can deal with it. But in Dynasty, it should, should not be there.
2: Okay. Well, now that I'm in a league that we're in, so we are on the same page here. He came back from his concussion, and he was QB11, QB1, QB4, QB3, bye week. And then he was a mid tier. So he was 18, 17, 17, 13, 16, and then concussion. Look. The offense is there.
1: Oh yeah. The weapons are
2: there. The <laughs> weapons are there. The OC is there. Talk he about the yards. talk
1: about yards after catch, dude. Like two. like the average depth of target was already pretty good anyway. I know people were doubting to his arm strength. He kind of put that science. dude. The yards after catch ability—I mean, we're talking can skyrocket to a. There's an avenue for him to be top five too. Yeah, you just yeah. got to play.
2: And so that's why he's my last A tier. Is literally every person we have named can be an S tier to me. But like you said, the A tiers are the if. Yep. And they have that if
1: statue to them. I have two more guys in the A tier than you do. Tua is one of them. He's at the bottom of my 8th tier. He's my eleventh guy. Got you. My Ooh, ninth. My ninth overall guy is Deshaun Watson.
2: Oh man, we are we are we're- leaps and bounds away from Deshaun Watson. Then
1: I I don't know why. Even last year on a points per game basis, QB thirteen. You know what? And oh, conveniently where I have him, QB thirteen. So. <laughs> This is a guy who every full season he's played in the NFL has finished his QB five. The rushing upside is there over a 17 game stretch. He runs 106 times. That That's great rushing volume for a quarterback who generally doesn't put himself in harm's way. I know he had that ACL tear. That's we're long removed from that. The only if the I mean, these are the best group of weapons he has had in his whole career. Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is the best singular wide receiver he's had. But Amari Cooper, Elijah Moore, David Njoku, with a hell of a ground attack and a great offensive line, there's avenues to return Deshaun Watson into top five territory. I think his is probably a little bit more difficult than some of the other ones in the A-tier, just for the simple fact that the Browns are going to run the football. But I would be okay with Deshaun Watson being one of my QB1s. He's young. He has a fully guaranteed contract so he is fully guaranteed as a starting quarterback in Cleveland for the next 5 years which when you look at some of these other quarterbacks not in the A tier it's like the you know part of what's wrong with them is there's no long-term stability you get long-term stability you get rushing upside you get a guy with multiple top 5 finishes in his career the only if is can he get back to that form in an offseason i don't think there's any question to Sean watson is a QB1 in dynasty. I don't think there's any question he finishes as a QB1 this coming season. Okay, round
0: 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh,
1: a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes details. but
1: we just need to see it we just need to see him shake off that rust uh, he looked a little bit better the last couple weeks of the season but uh, again need to need to see him shake off that rust some
2: i want to see him shake off that rust um
1: so who's your I, number 10
2: my number 10 Dak prescott
1: Okay, we're not far off. We're in. A, he's in a different tier for me, but we're not far he's off. He's in my B B tier. Yeah. He, okay. Yeah. He's in my B tier too. He's the top of my B tier actually. So we're right there with each other.
2: Yep, that works. Um, <laughs> look, Dak is Dak Prescott. When he's healthy, he's going to put up points, and that is what you need in life if you're playing fantasy football. He played twelve games last year. Was eighteen. 12 games. He missed five games and still was
1: led the league in interceptions. <laughs> okay. Kidding.
2: Chill out. Chill out. Chill I out. I mean,
1: it, if for fantasy, like, unless you're scoring for interceptions, is ridiculous. Like, it doesn't matter a whole lot. Let's be honest.
2: Look, every year he plays a full season, QB finished 8 and 21. 19, he finished QB 2. 17 and 16, he finished 10 and 7, respectfully. Hmm. When he played. Full seasons. Yep. Oh, I guess eighteen. He didn't. He finished fourteenth. But in eighteen, that's when they fired their OC and hired Kellen Moore. So mm-hmm. with Kellen Moore, when he's healthy, QB two, QB eight. Just saying, he's there. They're gonna run the ball more now. That's why he's my beard B tier. Head coach came out. Don't know why he said this, but he wants to run the ball more. Oh yeah, give yeah. The defense.
1: God. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently Kellen Moore was fired because he wants to light up the scoreboard, which I guess is a bad thing. And Mike McCarthy wants to run the football more. That's why Dak's in my B tier. One, there's no more long-term stability. This is the last year of his contract. There are are talks that they're going to sign him into an extension. I think eventually it'll get done. But as of right now, when we're doing the rankings, there is no extension. There is no long-term stability. Dak Prescott will still start somewhere. He just lost his offensive coordinator, which as we talked about with Herbert was a big part of the reason why he was putting up those flashy numbers anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they want to run the football more. They don't want to light up the scoreboard. They want to run the football more. It's
2: fucking disgusting. The Cowboys <laughs> finishing last in that division this year, that's my hot take of the year. Oh my god. Um wow. You should have yeah. seen
1: that. Wow, that caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for that. So yeah, that but it's hard to ignore, you know, multiple QB1 finishes. So I think Dak has the ability. He has the rushing ability. It's really just a matter of how what is going to go on here in Dallas. How are they utilizing him? Um, he has a clear-cut number one option, CeeDee Lamb. He now has a very good option on the second uh, – a very good number two option in Brandon Cooks. So I have him firmly at my B tier, which starts at number 12. But but my, starts at 12, got it. But my number 10 guy, and since I already talked about Tua at 11, my number 10 rounds out my A-tier, it's Kyler. Huh. There is a lot of unnecessary hate toward Kyler Murray for a guy who every single season he's fin- he's been in the league has finished as a QB1 in points per game. Every yeah. single year. Yes, yeah. he just tore his ACL. Yes, he won't be ready for the start of the season. That's fine. Like I said, I did my rankings for dynasty, like long-term Kyler Murray has five more years left on his contract going into this season. So I'm getting a starting quarterback with elite rushing upside for five more years. And this is a guy who genuine, like generally hasn't had, you know, fantastic weapons in his career. D hops missed some time. Uh, Marquise Brown, they never really got to play together in the NFL, but when they did, it was really good for Marquise Brown. Um, yeah, he's just locked in. So yes, there's a lot of rumors that he's going to be out of Arizona next year. That's potentially true, but he's not going to leave Arizona and not be a starting quarterback somewhere because he's got a, he'll have four years left at $45 million a pop. He's going to start somewhere with elite rushing upside and the talent's kind of there. Like, I don't love him as a thrower, but according to PFF, he's one of the best deep ball throwers in the NFL. He can stretch the field. Big plays, big runs. QB1 finishes are there. Not this coming season, obviously. I'm assuming that's why he's out of your rankings. But from a long-term perspective, there's no way that this guy's not a top 12 dynasty quarterback. Like, even if I was contending, I might make a move for Kyler if I have a decent third quarterback that can kind of hold off until – Actually, I have a league like that. No chance to. Mm-hmm. I have I'm Sam- in
2: that league, sadly.
1: I have Sam Howell and Ryan Tannehill with Justin Herbert to hold me off until Kyler comes back. Oh, that's nice. Yep. So I-, I think from a long-term perspective, Kyler Murray's just being disrespected. He's going for way too cheap right now. Recency bias, owns the fantasy community, and I will gladly buy up your Kyler shares for very, very cheap.
2: I'll buy those Kyler Murray shares. And that leads me into my 11th quarterback, Kyler Murray. (laughs) I love Kyler Murray. I love what he does. People question his work ethic and uh, how much he actually wants to play football. Look, when he plays, he wins. Fantasy, at least. Mm -hmm. Might not win you NFL games, but, I mean, finished as a rookie, QB6. Sophomore year, QB three, missed some games. Still finished QB ten, and then got hurt week eleven. QB nineteen.
1: Yeah, like the the upside is ridiculous. It's there. Like I love it. From a fantasy, actually, fantasy perspective, like this dude is elite.
2: <laughs> look, I think he comes back
1: sooner than people think. I think he starts the season on the pup. And comes back week five. So that makes sense to me. I also don't think that the Cardinals go after Caleb Williams because I don't think that they're bad enough to. No. As long as Kyler Murray's there, I don't like. You can question whatever you want about his work ethic. He's a game like when he, he doesn't do the extra work off the field, but when he's on the field, he's a gamer. You can see it. Yep. And when he's off the field, he's also a gamer, just in Call of Duty, not you know Is football. Been any good at that? He better be. Like he better be top two fifty ranked, bro. He like Call of Duty needs to give him a skin.
2: Yeah, right? Like, or is he like our boy Tim Brandt that just, you know, he's there for the good times, not the bad times.
1: Well, the reason that there are bad times is because Tim's there. He's our bullet sponge and we love him regardless. Yeah, we love you, Tim. Former co host of BSing Sports Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got at 11? So, because we talked about 11, Tua, oh, which yeah, I agree yeah. with, his if is obviously the concussions. Can he stay healthy? Everything else there is, you know, Kyler Murray's if. You know, there's just a lot of questions right now about a situation. Is he going to, How how's this injury going to affect him? Number 12, I talked about Dak Prescott. He's the top of my B tier. I think that there's too many questions about his long-term stability in his situation, about uh, what's he going to do with the new OC and the new game plan. So number 13 for me Daniel oh, Jones.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get to my 12 then.
1: Who's your number 12? Kirk Cousins. Oh, snap. That's a good one. Okay, go ahead. I thought, <laughs> oh, you said, you said Deshaun Watson was 13. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. yeah. I
2: was like, really? wait you
1: a think, second here. You think, he, you think Kirk finishes over Deshaun Watson this year? Look at that offense. And look what he's
2: done over his entire career. Look.
1: Finish Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's year. in the best offense of his career, and he's got top five finishes.
2: Okay. I. I I don't care what you say about Deshaun Watson. We will agree to disagree there. But Kirk Cousins, don't disrespect my <laughs> – Bro, I'm not – My noon playing quarterback, okay? No. Don't put him in primetime games. Don't put him in the playoffs. <laughs> put him at the noon games. And guess what? You're getting a
1: QB1, and that's all that matters. Look, He can only play at noon on Sunday.
2: <laughs> the only time he should be scheduled for football game. Look, he's got – Justin Jefferson, Addison, Hawkinson, Madison, all the sons of the lifetime over here, man.
1: He is ready. He is proud. He finished last year's QB6. And he can only play under the sun. Right.
2: Look, man, people are sleeping on him. I'll gladly take him. He's going to win somebody championships this
1: year. Hopefully it's me and Pee because I went out and got him.
2: That's that's a safe bet. I, I have I I have zero stock of him. I sadly oh. traded him for Russell Wilson and Godwin back in the day, last year. Um, honestly, I still think I won that trade. I traded <laughs> Cousins, Penny, and a and a twenty third second.
1: Twenty third second.
2: Yeah, for Wilson and Godwin.
1: Second, you mean?
2: Yeah. Twenty third, whatever, same thing. Sorry, you all that. For who? Russell Wilson and Godwin. But that was last year.
1: I don't hate that move, given like, given the time that it was. I still don't hate that move. But I yeah, mean, I mean it work for me. Whatever. Um. So that was your number twelve, right? That's my twelve. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. I think you did. <laughs> my number thirteen. Daniel Jones.
2: Look. Daniel Jones, Oof.
1: who finished as a QB1 last year with zero offensive talent. Mm-hmm. Um they he has Darren off- Waller, talent. who somehow, some way, being the biggest Darren Waller hater on the face of the earth, that is an upgrade in that offense. So he is still dealing with nobody. Uh he just got a long term contract. Tied to one of the best offensive minds in the NFL today, uh, you know, up and coming Brian Dable, who helped facilitate Josh Allen to who he is and facilitated Daniel Jones's best finish in his NFL career from a fantasy perspective. So I expect that to continue to build. Jones is young, has the contract, has the coordinator.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Now he's in my B tier because he doesn't have the weapons. And we still have yet to really see him have to throw the football as well. The rushing upside is there. It's Surprisingly. Borderline, borderline elite. Daniel Jones is a borderline elite rushing quarterback. Whether you like it or not, that's the reality of the situation. You could even make the argument that he is elite. And I may not be able to disagree with you. But this is, I mean, he just can't throw. Doesn't have the weapons. It's a very murky, you know, situational thing. So, for me, that's why he's in my B tier. If they went out and got DeAndre Hopkins and Daniel Jones proved that he could throw the football with a true number one receiver, we could discuss putting him in the A tier. But for now, he's in my B tier because I just... If Daniel Jones was my QB1 on my roster, I would have to have somebody else in the B tier at least to feel okay about my quarterback situation.
2: Sorry, I'm just trying to
1: hold back the laughter, man. You really... I hate Daniel Jones. All right, so mind you guys, Jake has no idea what fantasy football actually means because he doesn't know what rushing upside is.
2: Yeah, and you want to know what I see when I see rushing upside? Look, he scored seven rushing touchdowns last year.
1: He finishes a QB1 with those seven rushing touchdowns.
2: Yeah, that's what you're relying on. All those rushing touchdowns?
1: That's why he's in my B tier. But he doesn't no, have any no, weapons. No,
2: no, no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Those are what made him QB once. He can't throw the ball. They didn't upgrade talent at receiver. They got nothing there for him.
1: Bro, they, they got Paris Campbell and Darren Waller who are somehow upgrades in that offense. Like, cool, let's be I honest. agree with you. I agree with you. Barkley might not play. I think there's a I, – I think it's greater than 50% that Josh Jacobs and Saquon Barkley do not play this season. I, that I, I was that I think, offense. I think it's not being talked about enough.
2: Dude, if they have no running attack, Daniel Jones is not a passer. I hate to say it. 188 yards, 176
1: yards, 196 yards, 71 yards. And I agree with you. From a fantasy dynasty perspective, I'm getting a quarterback okay. with elite rushing upside and a, long, elite. And, a elite? Long, and a long-term contract. Look, I'll give you the long-term contract. And elite, elite no, rushing? No, you have to give me elite rushing upside. Half okay, of. okay. I'm a, I'm a, I'm elite rushing upside, elite. long-term contract. What I'm, if I'm, they go out and add an elite receiver next year? Because we've seen last offseason, we didn't think Devontae Adams would ever leave Green Bay. He's gone. We didn't think Tyreek Hill was ever going to leave Kansas City. He's gone.
2: So look, you, mean to tell me that
1: the, you mean to tell me the situation in the next four years when Daniel Jones is under contract is never going to change? You might as well just log out now. No, no, just no. Log out. Okay, first of all, you win dynasty. That's fine. I win this year. Guess what? They don't have an elite fucking offensive weapon. And he still finished as a QB one. It's the same thing as last year,
2: dude. <laughs> no, I I refuse it. I will Jersey bet that. What? What do you want to Jersey bet this on?
1: Where do you think Jones finishes? Just give me the number you have, Matt. It's if it starts with a two, I'm Jersey betting and finishes better than that. Easy. Oh no, I
2: haven't met. I haven't met seventeen. Then you're not even that far off from me. I'm not far off, but dude, you you haven't, what'd you have him at?
1: 13? 13. He's in a B tier. Oh, God, he's the edge of my B tier, man. He's. But you're missing the point. Long term, you have him. Rushing upside, you have it. Elite offensive coordinator, you have it. QB1 finish with no weapons, you have it. I hate it. I'm sorry, I hate it. You, I mean, you you saying you hate it doesn't disregard everything that I just said is correct.
2: No, oh, it doesn't disregard it at all. Look, I'm just saying this is one man I would not bet on in fantasy. I'm sorry. He had one good year. That, th- that shouldn't make you B tier, even though we both put him in the B tier. If anything, that's C
1: tier material. Because, look, before that, he You're- went 27, 24, 25. With garbage weapons and a garbage OC who did not use them appropriately. Like, the whole thing has changed. We're talking about the whole spectrum is different now.
2: Okay, you love to just say that, like, also, this is the first healthy year he had. Just saying. Okay. The first full season he's Actually, no, he missed a game still. Okay.
1: Just saying. He actually sat out week 18 when the Eagles played that's that's okay they, they okay
2: first them. full season cool still not betting on that there's too many ifs no elite weapons his one elite
1: weapon might not even play this year and that's why i don't think he's a dynasty qb1 but to say that he's not 13th from a dynasty perspective is crazy
2: look i put enough respect on his name putting him in the top 17 when he's only done that once in his four-year career
1: let me ask you this. Who would you rather have in dynasty, Geno Smith or Daniel Jones? Smith. Actually, that's same tier. That's bad. Who would you rather have? Stafford <laughs> or Daniel Jones?
2: That's not fair.
1: How is that not fair? For Answer this question. year? Are we talking this year? No, I said for dynasty. You have a dynasty team. Who would you rather have? Matthew well, Stafford. Daniel Jones, or Daniel. of
2: course. Look, for your Dynasty... Di- we're 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 going to we're going to move on from this cuz we're at
1: who would you ra- who would you Let me ask you this. Who would you rather have in dynasty? Bryce Young or Daniel Jones? Bryce Young. That's bullshit. That's not bullshit. I guarantee you Bryce Young is lower on your list than Daniel Jones. He is. He's not even on my list. But guess what? I think he can be. What what do you think that Bryce Young will do better than Daniel Jones? Bryce Young doesn't have any weapons either, so we can – Running and know. passing, I think he's better. I think Bryce Young he is better might, than Daniel He Gunker. might be a better passer. And he's running. He's not a better runner. There's no way. He, is. he wasn't even that good of a runner in college. Like, okay. go back and look at his college. Number. Wasn't even a better runner. Okay. So he's not better than that. He might be a better passer. Garbage weapons. I mean – I take Mechie over any of those receivers they have. I said Bryce Young, my boy. Oh, shit. I'd take...
2: Shoot, no, I wouldn't take it. You would nobody. not take
1: Stroud over, oh, yeah.
2: No, no, sorry. Sorry. I don't but, even think
1: you would take Stroud over Daniel Jones.
2: No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take Stroud over I I'm not a big Stroud fan, but I'm a big Bryce Young I'm, fan.
1: I, straight up in a deal, unless my team is trash and I just need to start from the very beginning, I'm taking Daniel Jones over both of them.
2: Okay, so in a trade straight up, I send you... Daniel Jones for Bryce Young. And you're giving... you. I'll, hate, I'll take Daniel Jones. You're hitting exact. Yeah. Oh, my God. I I need Daniel, Daniel Jones stock for you, frick.
1: Too bad I have two S and A tier quarterbacks in pretty much every league.
2: I know. I'm almost there. I got them in like three-fourths.
1: But, anyway, who's your... Uh, we already talked about your 13th being Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Boy, if you thought we just argued there, ladies and gentlemen, wait till I read off my number fourteen. <laughs> my fourteen is Gino Smith. I like that. I have Gino in the same B tier. So I don't I don't really hate that. I think that's a good spot. He's got the draft cap. He's in a hell of an offense. A hell I mean, of an he, offense. He can't succeed in that offense. No. The only thing that gets me is, you know, he's done it once. You know, where's the repeated success? Exactly. And there, there's no rushing upside.
2: Yeah, no. I, I that, that and from a
1: dynasty perspective, he's a little older. So he's at he the bottom of my is, beard.
2: No, but Gino finished as a five quarterback last year. 18.5 points per game.
1: And gets Jackson, Jigba, and Zach Charbonnet. <laughs> I mean, he had more rushing
2: yards than Joe Burrow, and you say Joe Burrow had rushing potential.
1: Yeah, from like from a, from a volume standpoint. I think Geno Smith had a more effective running season, but I'm pretty sure yeah. he only carried like 55 times. Uh,
2: 68.
1: 68. Okay, so it's a little bit more than I thought it was. Hmm.
2: 68. Joe Burrow ran 76 times for 259. Geno ran 68 for 366. So he had over 100 yards more rushing with like eight less carries.
1: I also don't think that he runs as much this year. I, I didn't think it was that high anyway, but I don't think that he runs as much this year anyway, adding Charbonnet and Jackson Smith and Jigbo.
2: Oh, dude, JSA. Oh, God, man, this offense is going to be so good. He can't fail. There's no way he fails. Which it's is the why same I reason.
1: I'm assuming your next guy is another guy who I have right next to him.
2: Does it – does it start? his first name start with a J and his yes. last name
1: yeah, – Yeah, JG. Yep, yep, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, same exact reason. Yep. I have I have JG over Geno Smith though because of age. Yeah, it was hard, but I just like repeated success. I've seen Jared Goff be better than Geno Smith.
2: They can't be oh no, never mind. I forget Smith has been he was drafted in like 10 or something.
1: Yeah, Geno Smith has been like a career long backup. Yeah. This is a dude who had to fight with Drew Locke. For reps last season, honestly, do you ever just wonder a what if for Drew
2: Locke now? Like if he got the start,
1: he did get a lot of starts. He was terrible in them.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying, oh, like, like in that Adam? offense. Yeah, I, I, I've I, it, I mean, it's it. a great what if in the world. But yeah, I wonder if he would have put up the same numbers. Just out. Uh, I want to see what the difference is, but we'll never know, and that just is why I stay up at night and I just stare at my ceiling, just like, man, what ifs. But okay, so yeah, Gino Smith, all the town in the world. He did it last year, that's why he's in my B B tier. He would be in the A tier if next year he's finished top five again. Gino, yeah,
1: because he still. Will have I have, I have him years. The, I have to, I have him at the bottom of my B tier i i you'd have to ask me next year. It would depend on some other things how other people did too, but he is for sure jumping to the at least the top of my b tier if he does it again this year because he's got a decently long term contract three years mm-hmm. he's got i mean the weapons. it's really just the age, and I need to see it again.
2: I got you, man. We need to start doing this live so we can get some common interaction on who's right and wrong in this we, ne- we would
1: never get anything done. We would stop at our big argument point and then just start <laughs> yelling at people in the chat. 100%.
2: No, I would ignore right. the chat unless it, they were on my side. Naturally, that's how that works. But um so number
1: is- n- number 14
2: No, oh, Jesus.
1: Got any You're guesses? Anthony
2: guess. Richardson. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. You are such a trash can. Dude. Oh, God. You're lucky you have a full daytime job because fantasy analyst is not it for you, dude.
1: This is the consensus 102 behind B. John Robinson, who's a generational player.
2: Two shits. Until he does anything, how can you put him in a B tier?
1: Upside. You don't... If you are always – here, here's just a tip for you, for anybody listening. If you are always trying to get guys after they hit, you are not going to be successful in dynasty fantasy football. You won't be. You have to take risks sometimes. You have to go out. That's why Anthony Richardson's the consensus 102. People know he's not a fantastic thrower of the football, and he needs to improve. I mean, we're talking Lamar Jackson-type rushing upside. He's got uh the he's got the offensive coordinator who just facilitated Jalen Hurts' spring in Shane Steichen running at. So Shane Steichen's not going to miss a beat with quarterback prototype. He's got a clear cut number one receiver on his offense already, and a fantastic running back that can facilitate a ground attack like nobody's business. So he's going into a pretty good spot, pretty good situation. You gotta take the risk. You have to because if the People, NFL fans, look at, you know, moves like Trey Lance or Brock Purdy or, you know, trading up to number three overall to draft a Trey Lance. We'll call that or drafting Anthony Richardson at number four overall. You have to take gambles, even in the NFL. Those are moves that if those GMs don't make, they're probably fired because what if? Anthony Richardson becomes Lamar Jackson, and you skipped on him at number four, a franchise who has been dying for quarterback play since Andrew Luck retired. Like, you have to take these gambles in fantasy. Go get Anthony Richardson while he's only worth the 102 because is only the 102 going to get you Lamar Jackson? No. Like, you, you got to take the gamble. He's young. Incredible athleticism, incredible rushing upside, going into the perfect scenario for him with Shane Steichen. I am absolutely hand over fist willing to take that chance. Because at worst he's going to be a QB2. He's just going to run run himself in the quarterback two finish. I'm okay with that. Yeah, Cuz I care about fantasy points and winning.
2: That's where I haven't finishing his QB2. He's
1: big boom big bust. Um so uh, him at 14, now his rookie year, he can go up a little, he could go up a lot and down a little bit. His second year, if there's no throwing improvement, that's that's when we'll start looking at this like potential bust because third year breakouts are a real thing. But to sit here and say that, you know, if you have Kirk Cousins, who's on the last year of his deal, you know, there's no stability whatsoever. Uh the Vikings talk about picking up a quarterback every goddamn offseason for the last three offseasons. They just went and drafted Jaron Hall. Uh, I mean There's there's constant one-year deals after one-year deals after one-year deals. The Vikings want to move so bad off Kirk Cousins. Like, in an instant Kirk Cousins situation could change. You mean to tell me you're taking the instability of Kirk Cousins over a guy who could just as easily finish him by running the football? No, you're not. That's a bad dynasty move.
2: I mean, I don't hate it. I don't.
1: So, Anthony Richardson at number 14, because – at worst, he's Daniel Jones. I'm I'm gonna spoil this for you.
2: I have him as 23.
1: And for next year, like because you did your rankings off of just next year, I don't necessarily disagree with that. Like I disagree. from a dynasty perspective, I, I, disagree, I agree I disagree, with you. I disagree with it, but I see why you would have him there. Like I would have him a little bit higher, but not not substantially. Now I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't finish his QB 14 next year, but I'm talking from dynasty perspective. He's in a great spot with a receiver, great offensive coordinator.
2: He has a few good receivers. Like, I know you hate Josh Downs, and Alex Pierce is a deep ball jump ball specialist.
1: I don't, I don't hate those guys. I just like they're not elite talents, right? When I'm when I'm a young quarterback, when I'm Bryce Young, for example, and my number one is Adam Thielen. Who would you rather have as your number one as a young quarterback? Whoever the fuck the Texans have, Adam Thielen or Michael Pittman. Which one, as a young quarterback, which one would you rather? You'd rather have Pittman, like Pittman, so yes. easily. So, oh, no, to me, Adam
2: Thielen's a nice safety net.
1: Oh, Adam Thielen's going to be great for Jonathan Mingo. He's going to be a great vet, and I think that he's going to outproduce Jonathan his AD Mingo? Team too. Oh, yeah. Uh, not not Jonathan. What's his first Bryce name? Young? No, I'm talking about the receiver. Oh, that's Jonathan. Yeah, it's Jonathan good. Mingo. He's going to yeah, be a great. Yeah, he's going to be a great veteran mentor for mingo to eventually take over the number one spot oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah. About, no, i love that
2: but,
1: yeah but i mean let's be honest Pittman is the best of those three No, okay. because because we don't even know who the texans number one receiver is but yeah I, i'm i'm taking a gamble on anthony richardson because at worst he's daniel jones at the very worst
2: okay and as we recently stated daniel jones was 27 34 or 27 Shit, I'd have to relook it up.
1: Yeah, he, he, he didn't even finish his QB2, and then he exploded on the seniors' QB1. I think Richardson gets out to a better start because his head coach is the perfect offensive mind for him. But 27,
2: 24, 25. Yes. No, I agree with you. Everything you said is factual. I have no problems with it. It's just, I can't do it. My brain will not let me. And that might be why I never win that many playoff games, but it's fine. Or win a championship, for that matter. I haven't won one since Nam, dude.
1: <laughs> Who's your number 15?
2: Number 15, Jared Goff. We already went over this.
1: Yep, I have Jared Goff as well, so I'll let you just bang out all the points there.
2: Okay, I love the offense. I love what he did last year. I had Goff stats pulled up, but then I just changed them. But, uh, no, he finished as QB 10 last year. He has a QB six finish in 2018. That was forever and a day ago. But he got hurt the year before. Hurt the year before that. I mean he missed three games and a game. But he's always finished in the top 24. Yeah, 24-20, 13-6, 12. It's there. The offense only got better. Laporta should be a great receiving tight end for him. Uh they got they got Amon, same Brown. To me, top 10 wide receiver in the NFL. They picked up Gibbs, who I think is going to be a top 10 running back this year, as much as I hate to say it, if he stays healthy. Like, that's a big boomer bust. This offense is great. The offensive line's good. Second year in the same system is only going to do greatness for him. So. Yeah, I got him at 15. He's probably going to surpass that. But I like the other quarterbacks I have ahead of him.
1: I think so I have Jared Goff, same spot. I think just like Geno, he's in a fantastic position set up for success. Definitely doesn't have the rushing upside, so he has lead feet in the pocket. He
2: does have lead feet.
1: But And that's why I have him as a QB2 for Dynasty in my B tier at number 15. But if he has another year like he did last year, so it's already been reported. We talked about it when um talked about QB buys that Lions are in contract extension talks with Jared Goff. I think they're waiting to see if he can repeat what he did last year and take them a step further, get them into the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game. If he gets a contract extension with them multiple years, I'm putting him in my A tier. Yeah. If he repeats what he did last year and gets that contract extension, he'll go into the A tier for me.
2: Damn, that's big praise.
1: I mean, because it's a great situation, great offense. Ben Johnson's a fantastic offensive coordinator. They got the line. He's got a a, a number one receiver. He might even have a number two. He still barely played with J Mo yet. Mm-hmm. As you said, Sam Laporta upgrades at running back, both with David Montgomery and Jamir Gibbs. Uh, it's just it's a great situation. And it's something that I'd want a part of. When you get a top six offense in the NFL, why wouldn't I want that quarterback? No, I agree. So, who's your number 16? (laughs) I have my boy,
2: Let's Ride Russell Wilson. God. Or, as recently, Let's Slide has become a thing. (laughs) If you've been on Twitter and seen his workout video, as it should. Um, Look, man, y'all hate on him all you want. Upgraded offensive line. Upgraded head coach by a 1,000 and Sean Payton. (laughs) They are going to simplify this offense. And when they simplified it last year, at the end of the year, our boy Russell Wilson finished quarterback two and quarterback five. When they simplified it, when they just put Otten in there, and he's just like, we are going to do everything you did at Seattle, and we are just going to send it. Look, and he finished quarterback three. Got hurt, came back from injury. He's going to finish as a QB one. And
1: then why do you have him at 16?
2: Because from a dynasty perspective, I'd much rather have
1: on my team. But you did yours based on this upcoming year.
2: Yes, and I hated it, but I didn't feel like getting fucking roasted. For having you're
1: him it anyway, not by me. I, I actually like most people don't realize Russ finishes QB 16 last year, so saying he's going to finish his QB 16 this year isn't that out. No, and I
2: think he's in a better spot. Look, Sean Payton is trying to make him more team friendly. He said, Your fucking coaches aren't allowed to come in here,
1: yeah. His he, personal trainers, his, yeah, that you're dude's not weird. gonna get He,
2: <laughs> is, so he is, he is, he's a little weird, good, nice dude. Like, just a little awkward. He said, you're not going to get your own office in the building anymore. You are one of these players. He knocked him down 100 pegs. He
1: said, I don't care how much we pay." The, the fact that a dude has a publicist you have to schedule an interview through, like, bro, you're not Jay-Z. No, and I get it.
2: But I think Russell Wilson is going to shock a lot of people this year. But I said that last year, and look how dumb I look then. So
1: I think. But the problem was everybody said that last year. Everybody was wrong on Russ last year. I mean, not everybody. The majority were wrong on Russ last year. We thought it was going to be, you know, a, a some kind of magical turnaround, and it wasn't.
2: Yep. But that's my sixteen. Who do you got at sixteen? We got to get rolling. We've been at this an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> uh,
1: sixteen. I've got Gino. You hit on all the points. Uh, like I said. Tier B for me still because he's you know I'm a little hesitant with the age and yes three year contract is nice however they can get out of it very easily and um you know so some minor stability questions but great offense for success a little bit older just need to see it again I'll run into my finish my tier B real quick seventeen is Kirk Cousins Um, contract stability the situation's great I love the talent I do think he has potential finishes a low end QB one this coming year it's just. What is he gonna do next year? Because if the Vikings don't have any success, they could very easily move on from him and he could end up somewhere else. So that's good the end of my that's the end of my tier B.
2: Uh my tier B ends at Daniel Jones, which is my 17.
1: Okay.
2: Okay, cool. So we're both in
1: tier C do you do you wanna yeah, do you wanna get into to Daniel Jones again?
2: Oh no, I'm good. We're good. We <laughs> we, we sure. had a nice long talk about that. Um, um okay, so my 18. You're gonna hate this Aaron Rodgers.
1: From a next year perspective, I don't hate that.
2: From okay, a cool. dynasty
1: from a dynasty perspective, he's yes, not even on my hat. top twenty-four. But yeah.
2: Yep, nope. I I love the offensive weapons he has. I uh, love that he's back with Hackett because he hated Matt LaFleur. And I think this year he has potential to finish as
1: a low end one. I think it's there. I think the ceiling's there. I mean, outside of Garrett Wilson, they don't have fantastic pass catchers. So, I I, I don't see top five anymore. But I think low-end QB1's the ceiling, so I agree with that.
2: Yep, and that's why I haven't been seeing There's still a lot, and he's old as Christmas. So, who knows? He could get hurt. And then, next thing you know, Zach Wilson, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what if Zach Wilson's mentored by Aaron Rodgers and then next year he's a starter? He just turns it around, dude.
2: Yeah, just goes out slinging it.
1: But go, <laughs> go yeah, ahead no, I, I don't have Aaron Rodgers on my list because dynasty perspective, uh, he was 90% retired this off season. So even if he does finish as a QB one, how many years of that am I actually getting? Um, uh, it's very easy. He could up and retire tomorrow. So um, <laughs> uh, it's just not something I'm going to take a risk on. Tier C for me, number 18, Bryce Young. I have him and CJ Stroud back-to-back. I like Bryce Young as a thrower. We just haven't seen him do anything yet, really. Uh, I don't think that he is a guaranteed low-end QB1 for his career. I mean, I I think that right now, if I had to guess his career arc, based on the no information that I have at all, so I'm not saying that this is for sure how he's going to be, I would say QB2. The Lots of QB two finishes, uh, maybe with a QB one sprinkled in there somewhere. I could see Jared Goff type finishes. I think that that's pretty realistic. But going into his rookie year, I mean, he's got Frank Reich. That's a good offensive mind. Like I said, Adam Thielen's solid, not great. Um, They'll have DJ. They'll have a solid running game. Um, I just, I I think they lack a true number one weapon to really help him out. So, but. I I don't hate it. And then, like I said, 19, I have C.J. Stroud. So, back-to-back there.
2: In the world of fantasy sports, Terrence
1: Marshall's year. Dude. (laughs) (laughs) Second-round pick, baby. What a (laughs) fucking
2: Who knows? It could be his year. Maybe Bryce is is like, man, this
1: dude is good. Third-year breakout. (laughs) It's a real thing.
2: But Okay, my 19, Sam Howe.
1: I don't hate that one. Look, That's a great spot to be in, man. He's got three pretty good, like two good receivers. And as far as number threes go, Curtis Samuel's not bad.
2: Not bad at all. On great offensive look. coordinator. Yep. Great offensive coordinator. Gibson. The line isn't the best, but it's serviceable. And Sam Howell is a runner. Yep. Sure is. To me, Sam Howell is a better Daniel Jones. A way better Daniel Jones. Because. He can pass. Why do you Daniel Jones ranked higher? Huh? Because Daniel Jones just did better last year. And so if he can repeat it, he's going to repeat it.
1: How does that make any sense? Motherfucker, <laughs> did you not just hear me? <laughs> if, if you think Sam Howell's a better Daniel Jones, you would, for one season, you would have him ranked higher than Daniel Jones. We've never
2: seen – I'm strictly off of we've never seen Sam Howell play. The one game we got to see him play, he balled scored 19.2
1: point fantasy points and beat the Cowboys, which is always a bonus.
2: Yes. My only thing is Ron Revere came out and said that he's going to have to compete for it now after saying yep. he was the unquestioned starter. So to, that's to, why I to backed be fair,
1: up. Jacoby Brissett has earned the right to compete. It's just unfortunate that you and I are Sam Howe truthers and he's competing against Sam Howe. Yep. That's why I don't have Sam Howe on the list yet. If Sam Howe comes out and wins this job and in the first few weeks plays very well, he's, on oh, my dynasty list because dude, it's a great spot to on my be in. board it's a great spot to be in oh and he's a, nice a runner i just need to see it if he goes yep. five for 35 uh, uh, you know even if he doesn't score a rushing touchdown every game five for 35 is still some pretty good numbers
2: fair enough uh so at 20 i have Derek carr <laughs> okay look Derek carr he is your qb2 he will not let you down. He is like in his, the, like
1: the QB2. Like, yes,
2: in his lifetime, quarterback 17, 13, 14, 17, 20, 19, 12, 14, 20. He
1: will not let you down. He will consistently get you that QB2 finish that you need. Hey, bro, he finishes QB12 one time. That's QB1. Oh, shit. You got right. me there. He did. But yeah, De- Derek Carr is the QB2. And he just got a three, three, like my pro my problem is, and this more so is for the Chris Olave hypers. Look, I know I just traded for a Chris Olave share. So he did. He's not that much better than what Andy Dalton, if at all better than what Andy Dalton gave them last year. Like is Andy Dalton the answer? No, but the way Andy Dalton played, if you look at the numbers, like they're not far off from what Derek Carr is going to produce. So, uh, I just, Look, to
2: me, it comes down to arm strength and Derek Carr's leaps and bounds better at that. At the,
1: oh, at this point in their careers, I agree. Uh, I just, uh, I mean, I don't know, for, for price tags, like Andy Dalton, two, year, two years, $10 million. Derek Carr, $37 million a year. Like, I think I probably would have just been better off sticking with Andy Dalton.
2: <laughs> yeah, but then your fan base hates you. And, yeah, yeah, I, I understand
1: why they had to do it. Because you have to make a move, you know, especially when you're a team like the Saints who tries that their contention window is always open and your division is garbage, so you got to try. But like, uh, I I I don't think Derek Carr special. I do have him on my list, but he is like the QB two. I would feel much. These are guys. So my C tier, starting with Bryce Young and C J Stroud, are guys that like. I would be very okay if they're my QB three, Mm -hmm. if they're my QB two, I would absolutely have to like, I would, I would need an S tier quarterback to pair with them. Like Mm -hmm. I just cannot, uh, there's no way that I could trust Bryce young and CJ Stroud as my QB one and QB two, unless I'm rebuilding.
2: Yeah. And that's how I play this is. I would love these guys. All as QB three. If they're my QB2, I'm scared. Obviously, my team is probably not competing, mm-hmm. and, and that's where it's at. Because who do you have at your 20? I have Russ. Okay, fair enough. We'll agree to disagree there. Do you want to speak on it?
1: Um, I think outside of the fact that the play calling was bad, if you look at Russell Wilson's play strictly from Russell Wilson last year, it still wasn't great. Not uh, not as accurate on the deep ball as we saw in Seattle. So the age might be catching up to him a little bit. And this could be scheme, could be Russ. Wasn't as much mobility there anymore. So father time's ticking. One thing I do like about Russ, long-term contract. So as long as he doesn't retire, he's there. He, he's going to give you, you know, your mid to low end QB2 numbers, he's there. Um, I also think that they lack weapons. Jerry Judy took a huge leap. In year three, I expect and hope that he'll be better in year four. Outside of him, I am not overwhelmed with what they have there in that offense at all. I think Dulcich might be able to be something, but in reality, there's never been a good tight end on a Russell Wilson-led team besides Jimmy Graham that one year. So, yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of questionable things to the situation. I question Russell Wilson's commitment. In all honesty, I think he's more about being a diva at this point in his life than he is actually about being an NFL quarterback.
2: Interesting take.
1: So, but yep. I, I mean, he's got the guaranteed contract. That doesn't sound like he's going to retire. And this is my like this is the last hurrah for him. Like if Sean Payton can't turn it around this year and no, they finish as, as a mid offense, yeah, he's done. So eat that
2: bullet real quick and draft a um, quarterback.
1: Yeah, and like I said, outside of Judy, I'm not overwhelmed with what they have. So
2: we'll see how mems is i mean man balled out in college
1: now my KJ
2: hamler if he can stay healthy balls out
1: for those of you thinking you know my c tier might be a little out of order it's very adjustable depending on your team situation as is really you know kind of the whole list right like mm-hmm. kirk cousins who is in my beer t or, or tier b or bryce young who's in my tier c like yeah technically they're in different tiers but at the same time if i'm rebuilding i very obviously want Bryce Young over Kirk Cousins, you know. So there mm-hmm. there's some flexibility, but ultimately this is kind of just like if I'm a middle of the pack team here, you know, what am I thinking? And everything in real life has context, just not this list.
2: <laughs> okay. So at twenty-one, I have Mac Jones. I do
1: not hate that. Um we look, we talked about it before the show. I do not Yeah, hate he that. has he has
2: his offensive coordinator that he played with in college. Um, and Mac Jones has never finished outside the top 24 in his two years, 23 and 18. And he finished 23 with a defensive coordinator as his offensive
1: coordinator. Yeah. Look, and he missed a couple games too. And he missed three games. So. Missed three games and was benched very early in another.
2: Yeah. Look, I'm not going to lie. I looked up Zappy's uh, stats. He played a lot better than Mac Jones.
1: Here's my problem with the whole situation. It's the whole situation. But Juju Smith-Schuster's their wide receiver one. They, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have any tight ends. Hunter Henry, dude. Look, I love Hunter Henry. He ain't it, Chief. My guy's on his sixth ACL. Like, <laughs> fair enough. But like, I get it. Man. Like, I mean, I'm underwhelmed by the Denver Broncos. Well, like wide receiver room and weapons room. Like, it's so much worse in New England.
2: Holy crap. Man, I'm just looking at all these trades for these people. You got Justin Jefferson, Mac Jones, Khalil Herbert for Pittman and
1: Hertz. I'm taking the Pittman and Hertz side. So am I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay.
2: a boy, Tim. That trip. Tim Hawkins. Tim Hawkins? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Making sure. But, I- um, I'm sorry, Tim. I didn't want to yeah, so- get on your name.
1: So this is one of those scenarios where 20 and 21 could easily be flipped depending on what my situation is, because at 21, I have same how. Okay, I got you. I got you. Great situation. I mean, we're talking like the most minimal of proof. But as you said, he was a runner in college, ran five times in his first game in the NFL too. So Mm -hmm. – and getting – an upgrade, in offensive coordinator. I must. That is assuming Sam Howell wins this job. I think he will. I think it's his job to lose. Yeah,
2: it's his job because they need to figure out if they have it. If he starts yeah, to struggle. They,
1: they spent draft capital on him. Jacoby Brissett's probably more that veteran backup to come in or, like, help him out and come in if they really need him to. But that's how I see that unfolding.
2: My only problem with that is Rama Vera, Rivera is a quarterback throwing machine. He has one bad game. Next quarterback. like, And that's the only negative I have about this right now.
1: To be fair, we saw that with Carson Wentz and Taylor Heineke. Heineke's yeah. backing up Desmond Ritter, who's not on my list, and Wentz is a free agent.
2: Yep, that's fair. Good point. Uh, I have Trey Lance. And just Trey Lance. I, just, I thought about putting Purdy slash Purdy. Trey Lance at my 22 here. Look, that offense – is quarterback proof. All Trey Lance has to do is not get injured. And he will be a QB2 minimum with QB1 upside in his rushing ability.
1: I agree with that. He just has so, to do it. And, you know, all all that useless camp talk and bullshit that we've been hearing is that Trey Lance is doing great in camp, you know, so's everybody yeah. else. Yep. Uh, we'll see. And did you know Did you see the video of him working out with Patrick Mahomes?
2: That's news, apparently. I did not, but I also don't care.
1: Yeah, neither do I. That's useless information, part one.
2: (laughs) Okay, who do you got at twenty two?
1: Kenny Pickett. Ooh, Ooh, really? That's a that's a good situation to be in, right? It's not the best, Um,
2: (laughs) but it's not bad. Uh, Kenny Pickett. He has the talent around him. Najee, he has Pickens, he has uh, Deontay Johnson, and he has Pat Friermuth and Darnell Washington, who I think might shock people as a tight end and might hurt Pat Friermuth's, uh stat line. But I love Kenny Pickett's talent. And so it comes down to, can Kenny Pickett throw to... His receivers, can he read that defense? And can he get you some touchdowns running the ball and rushing? Because he did it in college. I want to see it more as a stealer by time, which he tries to do. Uh, it's second year. Second year in the same system. He's ready. And so, yeah, I don't hate it. I had took him off my C tier. I just like the other options better. I know you don't like Aaron Rodgers. I don't think he's on yours. But we can figure that out later. I'm going to jump into mine. Uh, After that, I have Anthony Richardson. You know how I talked at 23. You know how I feel about Anthony Richardson. He's going to run. Yes, he's going to run. You bring up some great points. I might try and trade for him, but who knows? He just... I just hate his 50% completion percentage, and that is just something I can't get over. I need to get over my own ego, but yeah. I will figure it out.
1: Well, okay, so what did you just talk about? Sorry, guys, I stepped away.
2: Yeah, uh, I just talked about Kenny Pickett and his uh, his talent around him, which, and second year in the offense, he should be able to be a C-tier. Yeah,
1: um, I, I think that he's a C-tier, right? First off, Pittsburgh spent first-round draft capital on him so they're going to give him every opportunity to succeed, right? Um, I don't think that he played bad, particularly at the end of last year, like the second half of his starting tenure. He played very well from a real-life perspective. It was not overly like overwhelming from a fantasy standpoint. Um, I think that'll continue because Matt Canada is kind of a bland offensive coordinator. Uh, he does have a number one receiver in Deontay Johnson, who is a true alpha. Um, and Pickens. Yeah, I, I'm not. Pickens a is a good receiver. He's he's a good, he's a solid good receiver. receiver. Too. And Pat fryer a good tight end. Najee Harris is a good running back. So there's weapons there. I hate the offensive coordinator. Uh, I just need to see Kenny Pickett take strides and improve and, you know, start to see him run up. the ball more. I, I would like to see him run the ball more too. I know he has the ability. We saw him run in college at Pitt. Uh, it, so the potential's there. I, I don't. I don't not recognize that there's potential for him to be in a good situation. I just am not in love with Matt Canada and kind of a boring offense. I think from a fantasy perspective, that's going to hold him back a little bit. So that's why I have him so low.
2: I got you. And then at 23, I was just talking about Anthony Richardson. We kind of already went over him, how I feel about him.
1: I've got Uh, the QB to himself, Derek Carr. Nice. Nice.
2: You went over that with him. And so who do you have as your final quarterback?
1: Mr. Irrelevant. Number 24, Trey Lance.
2: Yeah?
1: Yeah. Okay, okay. I don't um, hate
2: it. I don't hate it at all.
1: I, I do think that he ends up starting somewhere. I I think that there's a very realistic avenue. He could get dealt to Minnesota to sit behind Kirk Cousins if Purdy win, is truly the starter in San Francisco. He sits yep. behind Cousins for a year. They let him go on his way, and Lance takes over the offense there. Yep, yep, yep. I agree. But, uh, I mean, it – the upside's there. He can run the ball. Uh, he's got a strong arm. He's just got to put it together. We get, And if he stays in San Francisco wins that job, it's a great offense for him, right, with Kyle Shanahan. He's got all the weapons in the world. Just need to see it, you know. High investment on Trey Lance, so I think that he kind of hangs around for a while. But this this is one of those things. This is one of those things, like, I don't have Stafford or Tannehill on my list, but if you're a contender, they're probably going to do you more good than Trey Lance will um, so I wouldn't hate it if you wanted to take them. Um it's it's really all situational, but you know, no context provided at all. I'd take the risk on Trey Lance.
2: I got you. And at to me, spot. twenty-four can go anyway. Bryce, CJ, Kenny, but the guy I have he love. Jordan Love.
1: Yeah, I knew it. Yep. I just when you I, said Bryce Kenny CJ, I was like, he left one name off that list. I, yeah. I don't like I don't hate that one. I want to see what he does. Did
2: you see his little Father's Day video he sent out to all the Bears fans in the world? I did not. <laughs> look it up. It's a good one. Uh, look, he sat He sat there for three years? Yeah, three years now. It's his time uh, yeah. to shine. Yes. He, he's played with the offense. He knows the offense. I don't see why he can't put up QB2 numbers.
1: It's yeah, I think I mean I'm not overly like I'm not overwhelmed by the Packers offense. It's hard for me to imagine that if Aaron Rodgers and his ability, as diminished as it may be, couldn't produce from a fantasy aspect or you know produce from a real life aspect, that it's gonna be much better this year. But again, you know, if you're rebuilding. And, you know, we're looking at Derek Carr or Russell Wilson over Jordan Love. Like, I'm taking Jordan Love over those guys for sure. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just such a risk. Now, the Packers did extend him by another year, so he has this year and next year to we kind of you. prove it, which is good. So, but uh, I, to me, I just have to see it. One half of – I know Sam Howell's only played one game, but Jordan Love has played one half of one game.
2: <laughs> True. Uh, did uh... – Jalen Reed's on the Packers, right?
1: Yeah, Jaden Reed.
2: Jaden Reed, my bad.
1: Yeah, he was a third round pick. Luke Musgrave's there. Um they I have Dobbs, Christian.
2: they have Watson.
1: Yeah, I mean I mean Watson's explosive. He's got big playability. Like outside of that, like I'm just a mid room, you know. Like I'm not,
0: oh, I'm yeah. not no, wowed by
1: Dobbs. I would need to see something from Reed. It's Yeah. Eh. No, I agree. It will be interesting. But they have a good running attack, and maybe they'll run the football more. Crossing fingers for A.J. Dillon shares.
2: Yeah, A.J. Dillon shares. R.I.P. Let's hope.
1: <laughs> that being said, do you have anything else you want to add today?
2: Nothing. Uh, this was a great pod. I enjoy yelling at you as much as I can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man, for sure. Um, next week we'll be doing running backs. Hopefully there will be you know some entertainment there, some good discussion as we've had the last couple weeks. Thanks for joining me, Jake. As always, I am your host, Ryan, here on the BSing Sports Podcast, part of the BSing Network, where we do a little BS and we talk a whole lot of sports. Have a good night.